Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. Let's have a glass. Today, I have one of my best friends, Breedies, over to chat about life in LA, love, and friendship. In honor of her boyfriend's brewery, Ambitious L, we're having a glass of mango beer called Mangoes. So let's get this thing started and let's have a glass. Hi, Bree. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks. Thanks for being here tonight. You're welcome. You little magical angel. I mean, I love hanging out on your couch and now we feel really fancy. So Yay. this is great. Yeah, we decided that all of our conversations now are going to be like this because everything is so clear. We're just going to hang out on the couch with a microphone and headphones. Cause Always. This is how we're hanging out. Yeah, this is our life now. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So for the people that don't know you yet. Which is everyone. Well, <laughs> you guys are about to know her, and I you're going to love her. <laughs> Thanks. So you're not from L.A.? No. Where did you move from, and why California? So I am originally from Bern, New York, which is about 30 minutes outside of Albany, New York, the capital. Beautiful place, but it snows a lot. And four years ago... My bestie, Julie, and I decided we were just going to come out to California and do it. Um, my aunt lives in Brentwood, and I just loved it every time I would come out here. And I didn't want to do winter anymore, so I tried it out, and here I am. It's the best thing you've ever done. 100%. I'm very happy you moved. You moved to me. Thanks. I know. It's wild. I would always come and stay with you and Chris. You adopted me. Yep. For she's many our, vacations. She's our child. <laughs> for many vacations. She actually officially was our third wheel. Yes. For I don't even know how many years. Hashtag professional third wheel yeah. D's. You pretty much, you just join our like weekly date. <laughs> it was just. It was the best. Yeah. Chris yeah. wrote a Yelp review one time. Oh my God. <laughs> BJ's or Vine? Never again. <laughs> He wrote a Yelp review about his date with his two his two ladies, Audrey and Brie. Yep. <laughs> it's probably the longest review I've ever read on Yelp. But it's, it's the a best. goddamn novel. <laughs> and knowing Chris, it was hilarious that he went through the effort to do that. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was really good. It w- they really deserved that review. It was a fucked up date. <laughs> and hey, I am service industry girl through and through. I am not really a fan of Yelpers for the most part. I'm a fan of great Yelp reviews. I'm not a fan of people taking the time to write a bad Yelp review, but our experience <laughs> warranted God, a Yelp they, review. They all deserved like a zero <laughs> star out of 10. It was intense. But it was the best story. And every once in a while, Chris will text me that Yelp review. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. It's almost, I'm glad that it sucked so much because now we're going to talk about it for the rest of our it. days. <laughs> oh my God, you should. Put it on my wall. Oh my God. I love it. That sounds amazing. It really is. Good idea. You're so creative. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I try. <laughs> Maybe you're going to frame it the day I make your Stella pillow. Okay. That's another story. <laughs> Preciously mine. Rest in peace. But my Stella pillow. Okay. Time out real quick. Taking over this moment. I have a dog. Hashtag Stella pizza. I don't know why I keep saying hashtag because I'm private. So unless you follow me, you can't even see any of these <laughs> hashtags, which I choose to be. But I'm just saying. Um, what a pro Instagrammer tip. <laughs> yeah, pro tip. You can't see this. Please <laughs> use my hashtag that is private and you won't see. If you request me, I'll let you follow me. 
But my dog, I have a French bulldog. She will be nine in May and five, mm, probably six years ago. Uh, Definitely six years ago. (laughs) Six years ago. I had custom fabric made of her face. And I was like, Audrey, will you please make me a Stella pizza pillow? And she was like, love it. We'll so do it. That fabric exists. (laughs) Okay, I paid for that fabric. (laughs) The fabric exists in Audrey's storage unit. Now it's actually in my garage. She's now in her garage. We're one step closer to make a goddamn pillow. So at some point in 2019? Absolutely. Okay. Where's the clapping noise? (laughs) Before summer. Mm, Yeah, that is the right note. Okay, now I get it. Um, before summer, yeah, but I'm, um, that pillow will be well worth the wait though. Absolutely. I mean, trust me, whatever we had planned, I'm going to make it 10 times better. I love it. So maybe it was actually worth waiting for. Maybe. Cause now it's going to look way better. <laughs> I just made you a new mattress <laughs> with Stella on it. It's, it's, it's going to be the best thing ever. I can't wait. It's going to be. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't believe that we just emptied our storage. Okay, that was ridiculous because Audrey and Chris moved. Okay. Start. So we used to live in Irvine. Yes. And next in, to a storage space. And in 2015, I was moving out here to be with my besties, Audrey and Chris. And I texted them and I was like, May 2015, it's happening finally. And Audrey's like, ooh, bad news. By the way, <laughs> August 2015. We're moving to Vancouver. Great. And then I went to visit them there because I follow my parents everywhere they go. I love it. You did. And it was such a good time. Yeah. No, it was. So before moving, obviously, it was not really a planned move. It was kind of a last minute decision, which it was fantastic. But all of our apartment was furnished in Ikea stuff. Ikea being as cheap as it is. Moving everything to Canada was more expensive than the actual value of the Ikea stuff. So we're like, okay, we're not going to move any big things, any furniture. We're, we pretty much gave everything away to friends. Oh my gosh, Kaylee has like, yeah, we, our friend Kaylee had just moved into a house in Long Beach. And I seriously said, bring a truck, bring a U-Haul. whatever fits in the U-Haul is yours. That was I had no goddamn time to list things on Craigslist and then have strangers coming into my apartment to see how things. It worked great. Yeah, it was fantastic. So got everything. And then the only thing that I was not going to give away, but also did not have room to move in our tiny car, was all of my fabric, cutting table, any frames, basically anything that's big. We packed like bathroom stuff, kitchen stuff, our clothes, me, Chris, and Palmer in the car. That was it. Mm-hmm. So we got a storage next door, a tiny one, crammed our things in there, and we're like, next time we come down, we can slowly kind of go through it, what we want to keep, we can just ship it to Vancouver, whatnot. Fast forward to last weekend. <laughs> yes, this was August 2015 to last weekend. Which, yeah. March which, 2019. Yeah. We... Finally emptied the motherfucking storage. I mean, we did it. That raised the roof. We Praise did it. Jesus. Three and a half years. I was so proud. Just Every Sunday, Audrey would say, 
Next Sunday, Chris and I, we're going to do, next we're going to do an next Orange was County all- day. We're going to go to our favorite spot. And I'm like, okay. Why is Orange County so fucking far? I, I mean, you used to say that about LA though, when you lived in Orange County. I know. And now I can't blame people for not coming up See? here. And I can't blame people for not going down there. See? It's very true. It's a hassle. It's a thing. God damn it. If you are not from Los Angeles, Orange County is only, I would say. 40 miles. 40 miles. Yeah, exactly. 40 miles. Any other city, wherever, not any other city, but any other city, not a major city in the country, 40 miles is 40 minutes for yeah. the most part. Anyway, like, yeah, like even with traffic would be 60 minutes tops. tops. Orange County. An hour and a half, two hours. Easy. 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 Unless you're going at 10 p.m. on. Oh, even that. Until 4 a.m. And then it has to be 10 p.m. on a weekday because if it's a we- weekend. I remember. We've done, I don't remember where we're going. I think we we're going to an event, but it was like something in the middle of the week at 11 p.m. And the freeway was like a parking lot. Yep. And I was like, who are those people? Why no one's working in this goddamn city? Well, go to sleep because but, people don't uh, work normal hours in the city. That's uh, no. the thing. It's when, insane. When I was doing Orange Theory last year, my coach went to Boston and she was so confused why there wasn't a noon class in Boston. And they're like, because people are at work, lady. And she's yeah. like, oh, no one's going to go right. to the gym on their lunch break. Right. But here, the noon class are popping. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. And Ellie's a weird place. It's, it's La La Land. La La Land is cuckoo land. <laughs> it's cuckoo. But land. the moral of the story is I'm going to get my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Storage empty. Pillow's coming. Is, is it totally empty? So... <laughs> <laughs> You should have to go back on Monday. God damn it. Because so we were smart and we brought Ikea bags and we're like, we're emptying the storage, making a pile of trash, making a pile of what's coming. My goddamn wedding dress was in the store. <laughs> Did you even know where it was? Have you thought about it? You know what? I, like two weeks ago, I was like, where the fuck is my wedding dress? <laughs> like really wondering. And then I opened like randomly Can a box. Can you put it up and put that on my pillow? <laughs> Just little pieces of wedding so, dress. I want that to be the stuffing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but now I'm going to have it clean. Love it. And and then do what with my it? My little floral crown wasn't there. That's cute. Which I kept. It's actually in my car. Because uh, I was like, God damn, <laughs> right on time for Coachella. <laughs> You are going to Palm Springs. Yeah. You're- I should just wear that in the pool. That's oh what my you should wear God. all weekend. Watch me go. No, but what do people do with their wedding dresses? I mean, most people resell it. And my thing is that, like, my dress is not a regular wedding dress. Right. It was basically, I guess technically it was a prom dress that came in white that I got at Macy's. No, you you could rewear yours. Yeah, and it was like 200 bucks. So I was like, for that price, I'm not going to get rid of it. I mean, if we lose the storage unit, we lose the dress. (laughs) Who really cares? No, but I I really like it. So I'm going to clean it and keep it as... A souvenir. I love it. But yeah, so we found actually a whole lot of wedding related stuff. Oh, like just cute. a bunch of presents, photos, presents. things like that. <laughs> no, but like stuff that were like decoration yeah. that we didn't have room to move. Um, I mean, so many things. So we had a gazillion things to trash. So while we're going through everything, Chris called um, like a junk pickup thing. And they were like, okay, cool. We're going to be there in an hour. 
So we're like powering through everything and making the pile. And then they call and they're like, oh, we're stuck on another job. So we're going to be there between four and five. It's noon. <laughs> so we're like, well, we're in our vine. So I don't know. Like, let's finish everything. Put all the stuff that we're keeping in the car. Push all basically the, the junk back in the storage. Close it. Let's go have lunch. And then we went to Violent Gentlemen to visit our friends and buy all the things. And then went to Target in Irvine because it's my favorite goddamn Target to this day. That is a good Target. It's so goddamn good. I love it. It is really big too. So I went there. It's always so clean. Mm. The racks are so full. They have everything. Yeah, but that's I love the it. best part of I live in Long Beach. My favorite thing about living in Long Beach is if I want to go to Target on Saturday, I just drive to Target and I park and I get out of my car and I walk inside. And it's an actual parking lot, it's not a fucking parking the most structure. Magical after almost four years in LA and now being in Long Beach since last summer, it is my favorite thing is not having to go, either valet your car to go to Target. Yeah. Pay for parking to go to Target. Yeah. Or be in a garage. It is beautiful that's really i'm not joking and that's what i was talking about when my friend uh hammer when we were there we're texting and i was like dude i miss parking lots mm -hmm. and he was like oh my god i'm so glad i'm not the only no. one who like takes parking lots for granted and i'm like it's they're the best yeah it's such a magical thing i guess best. people i guess that's what being an adult is you get excited about parking lots <laughs> an adult in la yeah is oh. going to places with parking lots. So anyway. And not, so, and not having to pay for parking to go to dinner. Oh, man. Seriously. That's the worst. Yeah. Here you have to pay for everything. Mm -hmm. So fast forward. We're done with some Target shopping. Bought brand new bins to Refilled put all of our. your Target haul. Yeah. So we go back to the, to the storage and we're like, okay, empty the car back into those brand new bins. And then we're just going to trash the bins. And then the junk place called and they're like, oh, it's going to be another two hours. At this point, we've place. been, yeah, but now it's 5 p.m. on a Sunday and we've You're been done. there since 11. Yeah. So Chris complained, but now I have to go back. Literally, I have to go back on Monday to unlock the storage, <laughs> pay people to pick up my junk. That was your choice. That was your and choice. then drive back. <laughs> Well, there's no, there's no containers. Oh, like, there's no trash. There's no dumpsters. No, that's, that's a whole thing oh. with storage because they don't want people it's, to like dump all of their I shit bet there. they're brothers. They're the storage. Probably. The storage trash brothers. Yeah. And they know. It's a goddamn circle. I love them. Because what I are you going to do? You're going to put your trash in your car, drive in some fucking parking lot that has no. trash containers. No, exactly. I'm going to pay someone to come pick that's up my trash true. and then I'll leave. Yep. So but yeah. you're almost done. I, I know. You're about to wash I'm your I'm like clean three days away from being, goodbye, Irvine. But you'll miss it. I kind of do. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't miss Irvine. Right. Don't get Yeah, me. but that pool. Irvine, yeah. But I miss, I think I miss the lifestyle that we had of like how quiet it was. Yeah. It was also a good apartment. It was I really liked the layout. You were able to paint it. I know. And we had a garage. It was really great. And we had a gym and the pools and the jacuzzis. I really miss that pool was amazing. That was a beautiful pool. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> one day we'll just buy a house with a pool. 
someday. And never look back. Okay, good. And never I'll be there. Back. Perfect. <laughs> I'll be on your couch. I hope so. Okay, I will. I'll move you with my couch. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. So, <laughs> 15 minutes later, one question done. We've done, we've done well. This is fantastic. Okay, great. Now that you're on, your we- on the West Coast, what's your favorite thing about the West Coast? Oh my gosh. Okay. My favorite thing about the West Coast is if it is a Saturday or a Sunday morning and I want to go to the beach, I can go to the beach and it is feasible. And yes, if I wanted to go to the beach when I was in LA, you have to get to the West Side. But like I said, I live in Long Beach. I am 17 minutes exactly to the beach. Oh man. It's so nice. I can just go there for two hours, read, listen to an audiobook, do whatever, listen to or a podcast. Or this podcast. Or listen to <laughs> listen to my voice. Let's have a glass on the beach. This one will randomly get the most plays ever because I'll listen to myself over and over. Yeah, over and over. <laughs> like, why is this girl at the beach every day? She's just like, I'm listening to myself. I love it. I sound so good. Um, no, I love the weather. I love that I get excited when it rains. I know that's weird, but oh, you man. get it. It's so good. Because, I mean, Audrey's from a very similar climate to mine, as in seasons. And, I mean, it's worse, obviously. We're from the North Pole. Yes. That's where we're from. Exactly. We're both from the Northeast. She's from the North Northeast. And, yeah, I love that about the West Coast. I, this is, well, I don't like their lingo, which we know I've talked about a million times. This is something that my friends and my boyfriend and I argue about all the time. They have weird sayings and like instead of doing a split on the West Coast. Yes. Instead of doing a split, they do the splits, which makes no sense to me. What is the splits? Like when someone does a split in gymnastics. What the fuck? They call it the splits. There's not. There's just one split. Thank you. It's like a real thing. The splits. I'm trying to think of what else Garrett and I argue about. Oh, like freezy pops in the summer. He calls them otter pops. I don't know what either of those are. Freezy pops. I don't know. Like <laughs> plastic wrapping with the colors inside. Freezy pops in the summer. You get a Mr. Freeze. freeze. Oh, good God. Here we go. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't know. Back home, it's called a Mr. Freeze. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. You're wrong. Um, it's okay. West Coast. There, there's just so many things to look. Yeah. I, which, really, which is also, like, Mr. Freeze is just the brand. Right. Which like is Otter Pops mean, is just the brand. But I'm, okay. I think Freezy Pop. I think they're called Freeze Pops, but Freezy Pops. Okay. Whatever. Um, there's a bunch of things like that. But West Coast, I love you. East Coast, love you too. They're, you know, they each have their own thing. There, yeah, there's pros and cons for both. West Coast has Thai food and... East Coast has the best Italian food. Yeah, East Coast has pizza and bagels and bad good Chinese bagel yeah did i say that yeah yeah Yeah, i'm just just drooling i'm just a bagel (laughs) i could go to new york just to be like you know what i just want to have like one good day of food and fly right back hundred when when i was nannying matthew's mom would fly me home bagels when she'd go on business trips oh my god angel it's the best it's so the best i feel like yeah it's the best thing ever. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> dreaming of food. I yeah. mean, I will say West Coast food options. I mean, New York City obviously has a ton of food options. But other than that, outside of New York City, it's very condensed. I would say 
all of California has bomb food pretty yeah. much everywhere. Absolutely. And there's so much variety. It's insane. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I feel like when I have clients from out of town and they're like, where should I go eat? Oh, it's eat? so hard. And I'm like, oh my God, you can't put me. Give me a, a genre of yeah. food and I can still point. Oh, what's good for vegan? You can go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Like odds are the vegan restaurants are probably even better than the regular restaurants. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, I voluntarily There's eat so vegan. many things. Exactly. Yeah. You know it's good when you're not vegan and you still pick the vegan restaurants. Yeah. Crossroads. Oh, we actually went. We went on Saturday and on Monday. Who'd you see? Who did we see? I don't think we actually saw anyone. Because you weren't with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I saw anyone. Weird. Also, we were in like a little kind of. Like the little room in the back. Oh. So super secluded for everyone. So you could, that was the one downside of it. Like it was way more quiet, but it was like, damn, we can't people watch. Crossroads for anyone who doesn't know. I feel like I listen to enough podcasts that I'm like doing the things that I wish people would do. So I'm clarifying. Yeah. By the way, I listen to podcasts literally all the time. Um, I don't. So she knows better. (laughs) Yeah. Like my life is listening to podcasts because of my commute. So Hello. Um, but Crossroads is a all ve- is it all vegan, yeah, all vegan um, restaurant on Melrose mm-hmm. Avenue with a whole lot of gluten free options. Yes, and it is where every celebrity goes. I've, which is why I'm shocked because every time I've gone, I've seen a celebrity. Like when Kim and I went, Hillary Swank sat directly behind me. Oh, actually, on Monday, God damn it, what's her name? Um, what are you, me, Michelle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not going to find it, but Michelle ran into someone in the bathroom. She's a comedian and she was so excited. She was like, oh my God, I died inside. Mm. But that was, that was the person. Okay. Um, like when Audrey and I left in December, there was a bald guy that I, that I recognized. So I Googled bald guy in metal band <laughs> and it freaking worked. It was Smashing Pumpkins, Billy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm awful with Gorgon, names. So yeah, yeah, I think. Something like that. Sorry. I'm, t- yeah, whatever. But anyways, I have gotten really good. But I, I'm the same with, like, I remember the other day I went to the grocery store and I seriously told Chris, I saw someone. <laughs> See, you're me. Who is in the movies. And he was like, please tell me more. See? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I seriously, that's how stupid I felt. But I opened Google. And yeah, I, you Googled them like I do, and it worked. I typed, but I had to, like, <laughs> narrow down because I, I typed blonde actress. Okay. Like, what a fucking start. But, but it got you somewhere. And then, yeah, I mean, I would say five minutes later. Okay. Who founder. I don't even Good. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I don't remember. It's, it's how you have to Google. Like, Julie would get so mad at me because when I was- I know faces. I don't know names. Exactly. When I, I was, can't connect a name with the face. Exactly. When I was working at the comedy store, when I first moved here, all the time. I mean, I saw people constantly. And I would text Julie and I'm like, the guy, I picture him in like a scene with like- He was a bad guy. I do that all face, the time. And she's like, I hate you because she was so good at, you know. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about my movie problem, but, you know. But I do the same thing with Chris. I like, yeah. I walk to Whole Foods on my lunch breaks. And I mean, it's a main like Whole Foods in West Hollywood. So there's a lot, there's Everyone. always someone. And I do the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I saw that guy. He's like older. Like I would say in his 60s. And he normally plays like a mean guy. And Chris was like, 
he dropped me the name and I was like, how the fuck do you know? Because I Googled it and I was like, oh my God, that's him. How do you know? And he's like, oh, I see him there all the time. Oh, and I dang, knew exactly. You really thought that you <laughs> But I was like, Your what are the odds that like, that's the only description I gave? And he, he knew automatically. Yeah. He's so goddamn good. He he's knows. He's good at that though. Ev- like yeah. everyone's, I don't know. He's good at that. I'm really bad. Yeah. Anywhere you look in LA, you will see someone, but not when you're looking for them. Exactly. Yeah. Because I feel like every time my mom comes to visit, she's yes. like, oh my God, maybe I'm going to see someone. I to know. this day, she hasn't I, seen a goddamn anybody. person. Anybody. It's so sad. And yeah. you, then you'll be at a random lunch and five celebrities will be there together. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even ex- as exciting anymore. That's the most unfun part. I feel like I just see, like I haven't seen, I haven't ran into someone that like. Ooh, when Vince Vaughn said hi to Julie me. and I randomly, we got really excited. Oh, I mean, I would have lost my mind. Went, hi, how you doing? Oh my in God. Vince Vaughn voice. And we were both like. Wait. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Yeah. See, I haven't had like any moments like that. Yeah. I don't really know. I mean, to this day, my, there's one person I really want to run into and it's Morgan Freeman. Oh, see, he was on. I would he was fucking on die. James Corden when I went on to the James Corden. So there's like, he was within three feet of me once and oh I died. Oh my God, I love him I so much. I just want to meet Paul Rudd. Oh, that's slap the bed. <laughs> See you later, That's a good one. I actually just bought a Rush shirt with my friend Ashton. We bought, we I both bought a Rush shirt and we're like, slap it the best. And now we're sure. Because, you know, I Love You Men is the best fucking movie. Not because of Rush. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rush. I really like Jason Segel. I don't really know anybody else. You what? <laughs> I'm just like, really? <laughs> what? You're like, I just. I like, my brain just went, you, said, you what? No, I said I really like Jason Segel. That's the oh, name, yeah. right? Jason yeah. Segel? Yeah. Seagull. Don't make me, don't make me question it now. <laughs> She's looking Se- at me all confused. Seagull? Like, am I? Yeah. No. Rush, nah. But Jason Seagull, poor yeah. Need a t-shirt. Oh my God. Seriously. I love it. But yeah, I would be really excited running into Paul Rudd. Right? Yeah. He's just so sweet. He's also, I think he's really attractive. So attractive. Okay. And he doesn't age. He oh, really doesn't. At he all. still looks exactly the same. So, same as, Clu- I mean, a little older than Clueless, but like still, I love him in was like 10 years ago. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. God damn. Mm-hmm. One one of the movies I've seen a thousand times. <laughs> one of them. He's just great. Now that you've told me what you miss about... What you miss? Just kidding. <laughs> now that you've told me what is your favorite thing about the West Coast, what do you miss the most about the East Coast? Well, Food. Um, and then my nudge mama. I miss her the most. Oh God, okay, I really just feel like I sh- 90 years I old. feel like I should go public just in case anyone's listening to this just to see her hashtag. You should. <laughs> so I think you should go public in honor of this episode. <laughs> okay. Just so everyone can see Stella. Okay. And St- grandma. Stella and nudge. That's what, that's what we want. So I am Hungarian and nudge means grand in Hungarian. So grand mama, nudge mama. My nudge mama, I call her the nudge. When my nudge papa was alive, I just called them the nudges. Oh my. I was like, like going over to the nudges. Always the grands. Why are you so cute? So, oh my God. So I, when Instagram started, I just started a hashtag the nudge for her. And I swear it just random people will message me that I don't even know that well that follow me. Like, not that I have just people, you know, I know from home, but will message me and they'll be like, I was lurking the nudge hashtag today because I was having a bad day. Remember that time she tried your skinny jeans yes. on? Yes. 
Like, oh, she's just and so And whenever cute. I wear jeans with holes in the knees, she says that I'm going back to the poorhouse <laughs> and that no one in the old country dresses like that, even though she was just there in August and my mom said everyone had ripped jeans. Oh on. my God, that's hilarious. Like, it's ridiculous. But no, I miss her, her and my mom the most. Absolutely. Because I'm an only child, super close to my mom. That's another thing Audrey, Chris, and I have in common. We're only children for life. Um, we're just special ones. We are. They we're, were just they too stopped. good. Our parents were like, ah, we, we nailed it. We killed, don't need more. Killed it. Done. Bye. The best. Um, so I'm really close to my mom and with my nudge mama. And that was a hard thing before I moved out here. That was probably one of the hardest, you know, decisions. I remember that. Yeah. I you w- kept going back and forth. Went back and forth a million times about leaving her because I just was so used to seeing her so many times a week and then seeing my mom all the time. Um, but, you know, they were both so supportive and were like, you got to go do what's best for you. So I'm here. I'm glad you did your thing. Yeah. No, I, I have no regrets. No regrets. And I, th- I tell a lot of people, I think the first couple of years even in L.A. or wherever you go, it's going to be, you're going to miss home so much. I mean, I feel like it's going to be, holy crap. Next month, it's going to be seven years. That's wild. That's bananas. Yeah, because I met you like three days into you guys living here. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got here May 18th or May 19th mm-hmm. of 2012. So wild. We like we packed my car and left Canada on May 2nd of <sighs> 2012, which is insane. I kind of, yeah, that like I get goosebumps of like, I'm happy, but I'm sad. Like it's mm-hmm. such a it's such a mixed feeling. And I don't think anybody leaving home should ever feel, you know, a hundred percent confident. I think. Y- oh no! I mean, if you're happy, like it's not. I've never liked my hometown. Right. Like I'm from a small town, and change. it was just. Yeah, and it was just. I love my parents, yep. but it was kind of. Got to a point that I was like okay, they were born and raised in my hometown yep. and they decided to stay here yep. and they're happy, mm-hmm. good for them. But if I'm not, I can't stay here because it's they're happy. Right. Like I need to do, because I think that that was a war- the hard thing because I'm an only child. My mom had such a heart. Oh my God. Your mom is so getting cute. in my, like getting in the car. Ugh. My parents were crying so hard. And it's like, how do you drive away? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just got to drive. And I was so, I had so many emotions that I was actually super sick. Like when I'm too nervous, I straight up had an anxiety attack. Yeah. Chris packed the entire car by himself because I was too sick. And he pre-released. Pretty much, I got in the car with, like, a wet towel on my head because I was, like, cold sweat. But it was, like, we got to hit the road. Like, I know I'm not going to be okay until we're gone. Yep. And that's when I realized that it was pure anxiety because it it stayed, it stayed, and the drive from my parents to the borders is 30 minutes. And first of all, we were super nervous because I'm, you know, I was driving with all of my shit, right. but no paperwork. Right. Like it was just like, little, like, what are you doing? Oh yeah. Like straight up week. I mean, we completely lied. Yeah. Um, we basically, Chris was driving and 
we got to the borders and they were like, hey, what are you doing? Blah, blah. And we're like, oh, he's moving to Plattsburgh. I'm just, you know, following. They literally looked in the car of like, okay, what's this? What's that? The car is like packed to the roof. Yeah. And they were like, okay, have a good day. Like they didn't even open the trunk. Wow. They didn't even have us like driving the little lot to the side to look at the car. I was like, we could have had a dead body under right. those bags. Who goddamn knows? Which side? It's usually going into the U.S. is harder, right? Or it depends. If you have, I think because, you know, basically Chris had a U.S. passport. Got so it. they were like, welcome home, buddy. Right. Like that was pretty much it. And I'm not joking. The second he handed us back our passports and we drove, I was a brand new person. Yeah. It's like I hadn't, I hadn't been puking. I yeah. hadn't been sweating. I was just like, we're doing this. And I texted my mom and I was like, we're through. And my mom was like, and I'm done crying. I'm just happy for yeah. you. And I was like, it was just that kind of like yeah. departure moment. Well, it's the biggest, that was big, so one of the biggest hard. changes. Also, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, love my parents to death. And it was hard. However, with technology, it's like 15 minutes later, I could FaceTime my yeah. mom and it's like she's next to me. I had to say bye to Fendi. That was hard because I was like, I can't just call her and have a conversation. Yeah. I was like, now I'm going to go from. And he's Audrey's dog. Yeah. It was my, it was my first, my first, my dog. Yeah. And then she became the family dog. And it went from, you know, oh, we're cuddling on the couch and you're sleeping at my feet on the bed 365 right. days a year to, I might see you once a year. Yeah. So. That was rough. Yeah. Rest in peace, Fendi. Yeah. She passed away two weeks ago. She was a sweetie baby. She she was an angel. Yeah. A little baby. I know. That's giant, never. Giant baby. <laughs> giant big she, baby. Goddamn, she was so overweight. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. She was such a big fatty. Yeah. That's oh. how they, you know they're loved. Exactly. No, she was the best. Yeah. So that was hard. But yeah. after that, it's like the whole time that we we're gone, whenever I would FaceTime with my parents... She would talk to me. Like, the second she would hear my voice, she would just go, oh, oh, my God. Like, nonstop. It was the cutest goddamn thing ever. I love that. I know. Yeah, and looking back now, I mean, you would do it again in a heartbeat, and so would I, but it's just that those moments leading up to it. I mean, oh, my God. People still ask me all the time, I'm thinking about moving to California. Do you have any advice? I'm like, just do it. Exactly. There's Or, no... I'm thinking of moving anywhere. You have to do it, because if you give yourself too much time to think about it, you're going to... I'm not going to say chicken out because no decision is right or wrong, but you kind of just got to go for it. Exactly. I'd rather, at least in my opinion, I would rather move somewhere and regret it. Absolutely. And move back. Yep. Than not doing it. And then for the rest of my life, asking myself, what would have been my life if I had moved? Yeah. I mean, I moved to Florida for a year. <laughs> I forgot. God about that. Yeah. See, I, hey, no disrespect to Floridians. Floridians, yeah. Okay. Good. But I strongly believe it's the worst goddamn state in America. I deeply hate Florida. I have. <laughs> I love that you were like, how, how do I word this? No, I had a great experience in Florida. 
for it not being my vibe whatsoever. Also kind of not your decision. No. Well, it became my decision. Yeah. So I was... But in the first place, I it was, was not your decision. I was dating someone with two first names, which... Double red flags. Double red flags. Like, what What are you doing? Um, who, we're going to move to Florida together. He ended up breaking up with me weeks before we were moving. He was going to still go to Florida. And I was just like, nah, you're not going to Florida. I'm going to go to Florida. So I, she's a badass bitch. Because you know what? Yeah. No, no man's going to tell me. Hell no. Um, so I decided to go. And I made the most out of it for a year. Um, it was probably the most reflective year of my life. And I can 100% say with certainty, if I didn't move to Florida for a year, I would have never moved to California. So everything mm. has its role. Because moving to Florida, still being a plane ride away from New York, still being 18 hours away from New York, taught me that I was okay away from my bubble. That's true. And so when I hit one year in Florida, because I wanted to officially hit a year, I had a good job. I loved it. I left. I moved home for a year and then saved up, and that's when I moved to California. So if I hadn't done that, you Maybe know. you would have never had the, the guts to. Yeah. I had a that's hashtag fair. because Florida, <laughs> where I would chronicle, once again, hashtags that no one can see where I would chronicle my days because Florida really is its its own entity. But I will say my roommate, Alex, who I ended up living with completely, I lived with my friends Dylan and Ange. They moved back to New York after six months. And I lived with my friend Alex, who I'd met like twice, and she took me in. That was the best experience ever. Oh, that's amazing. Her and her fiance, best humans ever, just so full of, happiness and light and just being around them was just so positive for me when I had no one that I, you know, every situation you can find the good in and you can find kind people that can make, you know, absolutely. That can make yeah, it. I mean, you know, I'm making a harsh statement that I hate Florida, oh. but I mean, <laughs> no, no, I do I hate Florida. I didn't but. mean the Florida statement. I just mean that no, any no. decision, even if a decision, you know, if I could do it again, would I go back to Florida? Probably not. But like I said, Every decision gets you somewhere. And that that got me to absolutely California through by way of Florida, which I had seen a psychic a year before I ended up moving. And she told me, I said, I'm going to move to California. She goes, I don't think you're going to go to California. I see you going south before you go west. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I was like, at that point, there was no Florida on the horizon. For you're me. like, what do you mean I'm going south? And I didn't realize that till I reread my notes because I always keep my notes I do the same thing. Yeah. I like write down during like the entire session, I guess. I write down everything. Mm -hmm. I've also, um, I used to record it. Oh, okay. Because then I would just kind of six months later, re-listen to it and then be like, holy shit. Like something would like dawn on me of like, oh my God. But I try to, whenever I have a session, like write down everything and write down obviously the time frame. That she says yep. about the things and kind of like every few months look back at it. Yeah. And then I like put a little check next to it when it mm-hmm. happened or like if something it's something similar, similar yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, she said that. Well, this happened instead, but like, yeah, yeah, similar. That's pretty cool. I think, I, yeah, I think I, I'm almost time to. We should go. I went like almost, maybe almost a year ago, actually. 
I haven't been in two years. I hadn't been. I used to go back home. Like that's something I've done my whole life yeah. because my mom is really into it. Yeah. And she kind of just got me into it, and we're just we're very sensitive yeah. to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, You're intuitive. Yeah. And so I've had my person back home, mm-hmm. which I kind of miss. Also, I had like well, it's hard when you find someone who's really good. Yeah. I had like one person that just. I don't know. Somehow you walk in the door, she just knew everything. Yeah. And then another one that she would communicate with um, photographies of people. Oh, so it's okay. like, yeah, yeah it yeah. was super cool. Um, but I had a really hard time since I've been here. I've asked people, you know, who do you refer? Like, who do you go to? Blah, blah. It's kind of hard I don't know. I don't want to make that kind of appointment with someone. And then I get there and I don't feel a connection. Absolutely. So I was like, how, like, how do I find someone? Yeah. And I'm not joking because the world works in mysterious ways. Universe has your back. Two weeks later of like me having, like I had gotten a couple, um, like people referred to me through Instagram and Two weeks later, randomly, a friend of mine sent me a client, and I don't know, for some, I didn't even realize what she, what she did, you know, for a living. She just came in, and we just had this insane connection. Mm -hmm. I can't even describe it. Mm -hmm. She left, and I was like, she looked into my soul. Yeah. That that was yeah. the only way I could describe it. Like she was talking to me and you know, I'm staring at you in the right. eyes right now, but she was way beyond yeah. my eyes. It yeah. was bananas. And she was at the studio maybe for like an hour and a half. And in that hour and a half, just from talking, like not even asking questions, just chatting. She told me things about me that I was like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, you don't know me. We've never met before. We've barely, like, we spoke twice through emails yeah. until you came in. And it was just this crazy, and I was like, you're the one. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. And I went to see her, and it's like, normally an appointment is like an hour. Yeah. I think I was there for three hours. Oh, my God. We couldn't. You couldn't stop. I could have spent the entire day there. Wow. It was like, we're done with cards, and she was like, let's try this now and it was like in this and like we just couldn't stop it was just so insane because whatever we were trying like a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. everything was giving us the same result no matter it was just such an amazing experience it's the best so and I I also really think you should go to um, a psychic or a medium you know medium obviously if you've lost someone or you want to communicate with someone when you're going through, you know, a major major transformative time in your life. And that was me. Absolutely. Two years ago, you know, right when Julie left and I was single and I was in L.A. alone and I was feeling very like, where is this headed? And it's just so nice to go and just get some guidance and just feel exactly. like someone's got your back. And I understand that a lot of people don't believe in it. And that's totally fine. Right. I can't. Yeah. Because if you don't believe in it and you were to go. You're not going to get anything yeah, from it. You're just going to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. However, I would just say, like, 
just once in your lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. Just be open-minded. Just do a bit of research and just give it a try. Yeah. Just to see, hey, just have fun. Just for the hell of it. Because what if you've had this one question, like this one lingering question that you can't get an answer? Yeah. And somehow this one thing that you've, you know, turned your back to this whole time just because you didn't believe in. Right. You open your mind and you do it and you finally get your answer or guidance through your answer. Or you get something you had no clue you were looking for. Exactly. That's the best. It's just, yeah. Because I feel like when I went the first time, I was probably a teen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't have, like, any expectations. Yeah. I kind of just went, my mom was like, oh, you should go. It's going to be fun. Like, let's find out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just blown away. And I was like, this is so fun. And it kind of became that game of, right. like, ooh, let's see what's going to happen yeah, and out I mean, of this I know lesson. there's people who obviously live their life by psychics and, like, you know. Yeah. Like, don't make, don't, don't make, make decisions, like, bold life right. decisions on don't that. Don't constantly exactly. to get answers to stuff. Don't, I mean, if you do, whatever, but. It just, yeah, I think it just maybe when you feel lost. Exactly. I think it's a good way to maybe put you back on the right track or just change track. Yeah. It just, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Speaking of changing track. No. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of speaking. (laughs) How's life being a badass, independent woman, a breedies? (laughs) So dramatic. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Um, I am very proud of myself. And I know that's a funny thing to say. I fucking love it. Yeah. But I am very proud of myself because, you know, I was the type of person that had like boyfriends growing up. And I think when my life changed was, what is it, six years ago? And it was the first time I was single. And I was single up until pretty much... When I met Garrett, I was not in any, I dated, but I wasn't in any serious relationship. So it was like five solid years of doing me. And I mean, I still feel very independent. Um, and I think women should be, I mean, everyone, but women should be really proud of themselves when you just freaking own, own yourself and take care just of yourself. Do and you. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's beauty to being able to be alone and, do things alone and go on hikes alone and be outside alone and whatever. If you want to go do something. Travel alone. That's yes. my best goddamn advice. Yeah. Take a trip. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. I don't care how in love you are. Right. How much, you know, you have kids, you have a husband, you have a boyfriend, you have a girlfriend, you have a wife, you're just so madly in love and it just, just pack. Even if you go for two days, yeah. you need time with yourself Mm -hmm. you deserve it yeah taking care of yourself being comfortable with yourself I mean that's how you're gonna flourish in life is just knowing yourself and feeling just yeah just being able to be you and be confident and I that's something I'm really proud of because I know I'm super weird and I'm so like you're not that weird no I know but like I I don't care, you know, and I, I feel like that's another only child thing. I think is just learning to grow and just you can't depend on anyone, anybody. Yeah, you know. Oh, my my parents are you know I'm the only one. My my parents are out doing whatever. Okay, I'm taking care of myself and exactly. You know, 
you're you learn to play by yourself. You learn to you really do everything. Like I played. Gosh, not only was I an only child, but we lived in the middle yeah. fucking nowhere. Like borderline, it was mean. Yeah. I have no goddamn <laughs> idea why we lived that far. <laughs> they love it though. Oh, but I mean, oh. not even where my parents live right Before now. Then. We lived. Have you been to my dad's? No, I haven't been to your dad's, but it's probably okay. like where I grew up. So it was Super basically, rural. there's my hometown, which is like, what, 40,000 people. So it, it's small. And then outside of that, you basically take the freeway heading towards Ontario. Mm-hmm. And the last exit <laughs> before being in Ontario, you take that and then you take a route that goes through fields Love it. And then you turn on this dead end that has cabins. Best. And one house. Yeah. And it was me. <laughs> like, but the thing is that because my parents worked in Valleyfield, my mom really tricked the system and got me in the school next to her work. Oh, that's good. Which is good. However, that means that all of my friends live 30 minutes away. When you're like eight years old, 30 minutes away is far. So it was like Monday through Friday. Thankfully, I had a babysitter and I would play with kids on the street at the babysitter until my mom was off work. And then I would go home. But then that means Monday through Friday... I was playing alone mm-hmm. with my Barbie dolls yep. or my Legos because I was I was that kind of girl. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to build a Lego castle for, for my, my Barbie. Hell yeah. Because, you know, get a, get a you multitask. Need, you don't need a man to build that. Hell the fuck no. You don't need a partner. You just need. Hey. You got this. My Barbie got a horse, <laughs> got a car. I did it all. I need a garage I to park that Barbie. car. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I had it all. It was the best. Yeah. Do, but doing things by yourself your whole life, I mean, it's important. And I think especially, I don't know if that was like that for you, but being an only child, a girl, it was like my mom had a hair salon. So I grew up in a hair salon with like you doing with hair. A, and you grew up with and adults like, too. Yeah. But it's like all the girly stuff. Yeah. But then I also helped my dad fix his car oh, yeah. and motorcycle yeah. and fix the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can actually like to this day, I can legit build something. I love it. What an important thing. And that, but that was so fun. Cause I was like, I'm the girl and the boy. Yeah. All at once. Yeah. Cause when you're an only, I mean, that's why, hello, that's my everything. St. Louis Cardinals like has been drilled into me in baseball, all baseball, because it's like when you're, you are both. Exactly. You know what I mean? You were the boy that your dad always wanted, yeah. and you're the girl that your mom always wanted, yeah. and vice versa. Absolutely. That's kind of amazing. I have... See, I'm so glad I'm an only any, child. Any of my friends that have one, and they're like, we're freaking out, we gotta have a second. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, wonderful. I do the same thing every time. I'm like, I mean, I think I made it okay, so... I, I turned out okay. Yeah. So you're fine. You yeah. should just have one. <laughs> Stay here. Just have one and spoil your kid. Yeah. Well, that okay. Reasonably. Okay. That is kid. one thing that drives me nuts, though. Not not California spoiling. Well, 
that we're not <laughs> even getting into that. But when people will say to me, oh, you're an only child, you're so spoiled. I'm like, first of all, I'm not spoiled. But second of all, every only child is spoiled by default because our parents only had to pay for one. Exactly. Period. There's no arguing that. It was cheaper. Right. So there was more for us. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a simple math <laughs> equation. Like money not, not being divided between anybody else. Obviously, it's going to go to me more. But yeah, but I didn't, I didn't go to bed. Like, I don't, yeah, I didn't drip in gold. (laughs) Right. I I didn't go on lavish vacations or anything. I I went on great vacations. I went camping and I went to Disney World and I did all those things. I wasn't, you know, killing it, but like, I I was doing fine. Yeah, I was. That that is one thing that is my biggest pet peeve. And people are like, ooh, only child spoiled. I'm like, no. The thing is that. I was spoiled in a way that I would ask for something most of the time, but also I've never asked for like unreasonable things. Yeah. So, you know, the toys, the new dolls, the new, the new dolls. The new dolls. (laughs) Noodles. So my noodles, um, like new Barbies and whatnot, I would most likely get it. Yeah, but it didn't turn you into an asshole. No, because my parents were very strict where they were like, you ask something, we can afford to say yes. Right. But the day we say no. Right. Don't you dare. Right. Asking no. why. Right. It's if we say no, right. it's because it's no. And of course, there's a couple of times I got no and like I threw a fit. Right. And my mom was like, it would just be like the death yeah. stare. You're going to ruin like, all the other yeses real or, quick. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. That's fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But it was very like, don't you fucking throw that little crisis right now. Because yeah. then you're just going to get all no's forever. Yeah. And now it's almost, it made me so aware of how much my parents have sacrificed. Absolutely. For me to get what I have. That now the tables have turned. Yeah. And I spoil my parents. And, I love that. and it's probably my favorite thing Ever. It's so cool. Ever. It's so cool. It's just, it's the best. Yeah. It's absolutely no, the best. I know. You're like, oh, my mom needs an iPad bot. Like, exactly. I love that, I love that you can do yeah. it. Like, like Merry Christmas. Like, yeah. oh, you miss me. I booked you a flight. Yeah. Come hang out. Like, it just, the, the fact that I can do that is just so grand. Because, you know, I'm not giving them grandkids. <laughs> so, <laughs> spoil them with extra time with me. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to force them to love me. (laughs) Yeah, no, but that's special. It is. And you get, that's another thing. Like, you get extra time with your parents. You have such a special bond with your parents when you're an only. I don't know. This whole podcast now is just just advocating for only children. Yeah. If you're listening to this. People stop making kids just once. Stop at one. That's it. If you're listening to this and you're trying to decide, this is your sign. We've been talking about We are pro only children. Pro onlys. Yeah. (laughs) It stops at one. That's it. Hashtag it stops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know the one thing I wanted a sibling for? To have bunk beds. Oh, I had bunk beds. God damn it. By yourself? What the fuck? Wow. My life's <laughs> really lonely. Wow. I, I mean, I, or you were really spoiled. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just really wanted a bunk bed. And my mom was like, all right. So she got me the one with the futon on the bottom. Oh, gosh. I wanted that so that so was so bad. good because... When I'd have friends then you over. have friends. Oh. Yeah. And I never slept what on the What a dream. God damn, mom. Yeah. 
killed Why it. Why did she? <sighs> Maria killed it. Um, but I'm I ne- jealous. But I never. I can't even think. Unless I had like my cousins come stay, or friends come. No, because even my friends came to stay. You'd sleep in the same like bottom. Yeah, like unless there was like three of us, no one ever slept in the top. I always slept in the bottom futon. Yeah, which probably messed That's up my back. So, for years. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> most likely. But yeah, we would go to. Um, we had a family friend that had this amazing cabin, and all the rooms had like built-in bunk beds, yes. but double-sized bed bunk beds oh, that's good so my parents would be on the bottom and i would oh, be so on the on the bed up there but then when we were younger it was like one of the room had basically a bunk bed on each side so it was four double beds I love so it. each girl would we would have our beds and we would just like just lay there talking sit all there. that was yeah that was back when um Gosh, how's it called? I'm just going to ruin this thing because now I don't know what it's called. You know, the little toy. Yes, there we go. (laughs) Gosh, you're so good. I got you. Nailed it. It was back in those days. So, you know, we were just in there like screaming at each other like, oh my God, did you you feed it? (laughs) Did you feed it? Oh no, it's going to die. Yep. Tamagotchi's really good. Good old days. And I would keep it alive and I'd get so pumped. I'm like, it's nine days old. And then I'd like go to the movies. And then it's dead. You start over. They didn't, did they bring them back? They brought them back when I was a senior in high school. So, oh gosh, so 2007. So 12 years ago, they brought them back. I think they need to bring them back again. It's been 12 years. It's time. It's time. The third revival. We're okay. The second revival. It's a request. Hashtag Tamagotchi. <laughs> Can this podcast please be sponsored by Tamagotchi? I know I'm only on one episode, but if um, you'd that like to send great. me them, I will make my account not private that would be and so i will great. do so many posts um for we, we're gonna try to keep all of them alive i'll do spawn con of tamagotchis and that's it yeah i love it <laughs> uh, that's that's the goal that's what i want to do perfect always okay. so you don't need kids you're gonna keep that little thing alive mm, i want kids but okay i'll babysit your kids <laughs> okay Ooh, you'll be funny my kid will come home dripped in gucci yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You were at Audrey's today. All right. <laughs> I love it. Man, that would be great. It'll be my son and his little Gucci loafers. Oh, my God. That's really my ultimate goal in life is to be, you know, in most family movies, you always have that one end that decided to not have kids, to have a career. And she's just like, oh, I just flew back from Paris for this family dinner, but then I'm heading back to Italy tomorrow. Like, and that's she's just bringing presents to the whole family and then pieces out. That's me. I love it. That's who I want to be. My kids are pumped. That's who I aspire to be. Okay. I'm going to be just the traveling rich aunt that like, here are presents, my children. Done. And I'm then back on a plane somewhere else. <laughs> that was Audrey she flooded. Yeah, away. exactly. <laughs> Goodbye. I love you, my children. See ya. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> that's, yeah. No, that's, that's good. That's what I want. It's a pretty, it's a solid goal. It's a great goal. Yeah. I mean, five years ago, we were naming your future children. We've moved on now to. <laughs> <laughs> I still have those names written down. Yeah. Not that I'm planning on having any kids, but, you know. You could get more dogs. I don't think I would call, like, <laughs> now. 
No. I think your, it's your, fine. your dogs could have weird human names. Yeah. It's it's hard. I've always wanted to have dogs with human names, but it's really hard to find a perfect match. Stella's friend was Kevin. It's Kevin also, the Frenchie, and he was good. You know what I'm always, and it sounds silly, but I kind of feel bad for, you know, you're at the dog park, or you're just outside, and you're like... Melanie, come <laughs> home. And I'm like, and then there's a goddamn lady named Melanie in the park. Like that always happens. I don't like what Melanie. <laughs> that's what you went. <laughs> Linda. Oh, I kind of love it. I know. Like a little, like a little floofy, a little floofy Linda, like a little sassy Linda. Linda. No. But it just Suzanne. <laughs> Oh my God, Susan, Deborah, <laughs> Palmer's like, say what? Palmer, I mean Palmer's a girl, a, and just a I name, love a human name. Yeah, I love it. Like Greg, Gregory. Yeah, Greg, he's if, such, it's, if it's like Stephen, Gregory, Kevin, that's amazing. It's when it it's like like you just said. <laughs> I feel well. Okay, so we have this amazing client at the studio. Okay, her dog is named Judy. Oh, I love that, and she's such a Judy. But Chris's mom's name Judy, is Judy. Judy Strauss. I love so Chris's now mom. I always laugh because she comes she comes in and I'm like, oh my god, it's Judy. And then I'm like, it's also my mother-in-law. And it's funny. It's never not funny. Yeah. I'm that person. I mean, I have I, a really hard time. Like it's amazing. But I also would feel so bad that like if Judy is at the studio and then Judy no, walks. Judy in. would be so cute with Judy. I want a photo, I want to frame it next to the BJ's Judy review and on Judy. my wall. The Judes. Oh, okay, maybe okay, maybe that's actually a good thing. Right, Judy and Judy. Okay, so your next sibling is gonna be, I don't know, someone. Bet, someone's like fun. Bette Midler. Beth. Bet. But that's Betty. <laughs> and here we go. We're just gonna start naming names. <laughs> what a beautiful time to be alive. Another hour of us just naming. You know, that's that's what we do. We're fantastic. My dear independent friend. Yes. How was it to fall in love? Well, I will say, now that I am with my person, before I met him, it's, it's annoying because everyone says, you know, before they meet that person, they're always like, you'll just know. And you don't get that. Yeah. It's but. the most annoying thing to be told. <laughs> yes. But then it's also the realest thing yeah. you'll ever be told. Yeah. And I, you know. When you know, you know. You know, you know. And moving out here was very, to be honest, was very discouraging for dating. Um, I mean, I was on t- Tinder and Bumble. I went on a couple dates. I think only with one person. Um. And then there was, like, some people I dated that I, like, met through friends. But I kept saying I wanted to meet someone organically. Like, that was my hope for myself. Um, So the fact that I met Garrick. Garrick. (laughs) Good old Garrick. (laughs) Oh, Garrick. The fact that I met him when Garrick. (laughs) Garrick. Garrick. Garrett, your name is not Garrett anymore. I've changed his name. Um, so for people listening, if you are, um, <laughs> for the couple people for the that are giving people us that are time. listening that don't know me, 
Hi, mom. No. <laughs> For the few people that are listening, um, my boyfriend's name is Garrett. And until I met him, I really was just kind of happy. I was okay being alone. And I think once I met him, we've been together almost two years, it really, it changed everything. And how did you guys meet? At a wedding. He was the best man, which is exactly how I wanted to meet someone, which is just, you know, in the most... I don't think I've ever heard of any, like besides you, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone meeting their loved one at someone else's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I. But that's kind of the perfect setup. It was the best. And I was my friend Gus's date to our... Hi, Gus. Hi, Gus. Love you. Um, To my friend, our friend Lauren and Anthony's wedding. And Garrett was the best man. And... Gus had known Garrett for years because they've they all worked at a venue in Anaheim called Chain Reaction. Famous, hell yeah, famous Chain Reaction, um, and yeah, and Garrett was there and he was so drunk, which never really happens for him. So when it does, it's hilarious. And I can't imagine it's Garrett drunk. The best thing ever because he's. He's such a happy person. Yes. He's probably just this little floating. He can't dance. And it's my favorite <laughs> thing because neither can I. And it's the best because he's so bad. And he, he's like every meme of a white person dancing oh like at God. a cookout. Like, Is he like Ellen and Seinfeld? I don't know. Oh, damn it. He's just very like. Ellen. <laughs> Elaine. Jesus Christ, I can't even say, Chris, cut that. (laughs) Garrick and Alan. (laughs) We're just renaming people tonight. It's fine. They're who they want want them to be. No, he just, he's a terrible dancer. Um, So, yes, so he, he was at the wedding, and so was I, and I asked Lauren and Anthony about him, and, um, you know, he... At the time, he was actually in a relationship that was ending. And we ended up, Gus, again, was supposed to come to Joshua Tree with Lauren Anthony and I. And Gus couldn't come at the last minute, so Garrett came. And through that... It became a double date. It became, yeah. And I was like... So was that your first date? Yeah. We just went to Joshua Tree that's legit. It was the best. And I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up to, um, to go to bed and he was like, Hey, I took your dog out. And I was just like, (laughs) Oh my God, what an angel. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, you love my child. I love you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Then you took my dog out. Okay. Um, and then our first, and then we went back, we left the trip. We went back to Lauren and Anthony's house and Lauren texted me and was like, hope you got home safe. And I was living in LA. And I was like, um, I actually am still outside your house. And I, me and Garrett had left her house like three hours before. <laughs> but we were just sitting in front of her house. Oh like, my God. Because <laughs> we didn't want to say goodbye. And oh, that's so cute. Oh, I have goosebumps. Yeah. And then he took me, to, our first date was to Sugarfish. And then to Salt and Straw Ice Cream after. Damn. And that's what I was like, all right. That, this is That's a, good. Yeah. You're like, you understand food. Thank you oh, well, so I, much. He's sir. such a food. He hates foodie, but he's such a foodie. And on our first date, we went to Cheers 
And I said, what do you want to cheers to? And he said, we'll figure it out. And so then on our second cheers, he said, what do you want to cheers to? And I said, we'll figure it out. And so every cheer since then, we say, we'll figure it out. And it's just like our little thing. <sighs> you guys. Yeah, gross. <sighs> so and I'm gross. everything. I'm everything I, you know, I'm everything I would used to be like, meh. You're gross, you know, but until you find your until person, you f- exactly, it changes you. It really does. And I think everyone has a person. You just got to find them. All of a sudden you're happy to be gross. Yeah. <laughs> I love being you're gross. You're like, oh my him. God, being gross is the greatest. It's the best. Like this morning I woke up and he was gone and I was like, where are you? He's like, I ran to the store to get spinach because you can't have smoothies without spinach. Oh my God. He's just a little angel. I was about to say, how did you know he was the one? That's how. Yeah. Just everything about him, though. That's just who he is. I mean, so thoughtful. He's the most thought. He always says, I'm the most thoughtful person he knows, but he's the most thoughtful person. I You're know. a very thoughtful person. Thank you. I love I love hearing that. That, that means a lot. But he, he really is. And I think that's another thing. It's like every other relationship I was in before him, a part of me always felt like I was doing so much more, you know, and I always felt like it almost over time, it becomes a one way relationship. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I am thoughtful and I know that about myself and you know, someone could mention the tiniest thing once and I'll figure out a way to then make that into a gift or make that into, and you know, I wouldn't ever hold that against anyone because not everyone has, you know, not everyone is that way, but, you know, I learned that for me, having someone who is the same way in return matters a lot. Absolutely. You know, and just being able to mention something or... Well, because you don't, obviously, you don't give to receive. Right. But at the same time, when you give, 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 right, you need to receive at some point. Right. And I'm, I mean, I am, like, more touched by... Like sticky notes on the mirror. Gosh, it's the best. Then, yeah, then if you were to buy me something expensive, you know what I mean? I just need like to know that I'm, I'm important. Yeah. Yeah. Qu- Chris often leaves me notes and I do, cause you know, he's such a tech person. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do a digital note. So I, I pretty it. much put little notes in his reminder. I love it. So I put it as a reminder with like 10 a.m. So I know he's going to be at work that's and then really it just cute. pops on his phone. Yeah. And that, but that's and the, the reciprocation, I think, is what's so important in a relationship because you can say things don't matter, but you eventually get resentful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It, well, because that's the thing is like, like you said, it doesn't have to be things, but it's the action. It's giving the time. It's giving a thought. Yeah. If you don't get it back eventually, then that's where it becomes a one-way situation. Yeah. And then that's not a couple anymore. Yeah. If it goes one way. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's why, gosh, tying everything we've talked about together, like that's why I know the universe has my back because I bought my ex a print from Gus and that is how I started following Gus who then brought me to the wedding which I met Garrett at. Like, that's so crazy. You know what I mean? It's it's wild because, and if Gus wasn't, you know, an amazing painter, tattoo artist, I wouldn't have found him on the internet and wanted to buy one of his prints and then just started following him because I was into his art. And that that friendship 
blossomed from that. And that's then, which eventually years later got me to a wedding. Like, I don't know. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. Especially the fact that that all happened when you were on the East Coast. Yeah. And it's like somehow even being on two different coasts. Like the universe things wants. Have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it will bring you to your person. Yeah. If you believe in it mm-hmm. and you follow the signs mm-hmm. and you stop. Yeah. Just, man, my best advice for literally everything. And it might sound risky. I don't care. Take the risk. It's worth it. Trust your guts. Yeah. For every god. Hey, I'm going to be honest. 99% of the decisions made for my business are made on my gut's feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could anything, anything. It's all if it doesn't feel, if the timing doesn't feel right, if the connection with a certain person doesn't feel right, if a location doesn't feel right, if a certain business strip, there's a reason. I can't tell you. I'm just telling you it doesn't feel right. And I will do so when it does. And if it never does, then that means it's going to be something else. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, it's like every, and I'm sure it's the same for you, every relationship I was in in the past, it's like you always know a few days before it's going to end, even if there's no signs. Just oh, because yeah. as a woman. You know it. Yeah. You're like, this is it. Something's, something's off. Yeah. Something is off. Your gut will always have your back. It's just if you listen to it or not. Yeah. I have to say, because I listen to my gut so much, I've always been the one leaving. Oh, okay. Because I was like, you know what? I... Because that's the thing. My guts was telling me, this is you're not happy yeah. and you're at a point of no return. Yeah. You stay for who knows how long, yeah. somewhere that it doesn't work, yeah. or you trust your guts and you get the fuck out. Yeah. And I mean, it obviously was never easy, but yeah, it was always the one of like, sorry, well, it's not. It's so funny too in hindsight because I remember how many different conversations I had with you over guys I was like casually dating. And you'd always be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this to yourself? And I'm like, well, and you're like, well, no. Yeah. And, but until you find the right. I mean, we've all, you know, no, I know, but we've all dated. No, 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 no. I just mean like, you feel like, you know, you've dated some, some cuckoos. Trust me. I have, I, I have a list of cuckoos, yeah. you know, from back in the days. <laughs> like, don't, don't get, I feel like we all, you know, we all have our random nonsense boyfriends yeah. until. Well, and I think every boyfriend until, like, if I could do it all over again, I mean, would I change anything? No. But I would probably tell myself, you don't need to have boyfriends when you're younger. Oh, man. You know? Seriously. Like, what, what's the point? I went from like a long relationship right. to straight into another right. long relationship. And I was I, like, I had like five two year relationships in a row. And it's like, what oh is, my God. You know what I mean? It's like, what is that? Yeah, I did a three year, like in towards the end of high school, like a th- my first real long relationship. Yeah. It was three years. 
and then straight into like a bit over two years. And then I was like, fuck this. Yeah. And to be honest, that's kind of crazy because I was 20. I guess at the end of that two year relationship, I was 21. Yeah. And I did not have a serious, like a legit serious relationship until Chris. Wow. I was 26. Had just turned 26. Which is wild to think about too, though. So five years of just like, mm-hmm. you know, sad, sad Instagram posts. of like, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be an old cat lady. No one loves me. Like, you know, you're 22 years right. old and you think the that. It's, yeah. No one will ever like you. Right. But yeah. And now I look back and I'm like, God damn it. I wish I did not but you need people it- love so much. I know. But I think that's something about growing too. It's you learn to just accept yourself so much more and feel confident in yourself and learn to being alone is okay. But there is nothing better than being alone, like being alone, but knowing you have someone to go home to. Exactly. I was like, it's once you find your person, Mm -hmm. but also you're going to know that it's your person because your person is going to accept your alone time. Yeah. And you're going to accept their alone time. And sometimes you have alone time together. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, I don't know, sometimes I think my mom doesn't get it, but Chris and I can be in a car driving, I don't know, like, let's say to San Luis Obispo for like three, four hours. And maybe have zero conversation. We're just going through... Podcast to podcast to music to I'm taking a nap to more music. And then I'm like, besides, you know, being like, oh, we need gas. Right. Oh, let's get food. What do you like? Things like that. We actually like just commenting here and there on like things that we see, you know, on a drive, but truly have zero conversation. Yeah. And that's when you know you're comfortable. Yeah. Being able to sit alone in silence with someone. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Sometimes people, like, I'm pretty sure if there was, you know, people watching us, sometimes it would probably be like, man, they hate each other. Because yeah. we just sit on, like, one end of the couch, yeah. not communicating at all. But it's like, no, we're, like, we're together. You're alone together. It's the best. But we're in our bubble. Yeah. We're having some alone time. Yeah. On the couch right. next to each other. No, it, but it's nice. It really but, is. But ha- yeah. I hope that. everyone gets to find that and experience that. Yeah. Because it's magical. It's the best. It really is. Finding finding someone that, and finding someone that you can be your authentic 100% self and not have to question anything you do. Absolutely. That's so important too. Absolutely. Do you think that loving your alone time so much is what makes it, Easy on your relationship since you and Garrett have such opposite schedules? Yes. I will say, so Garrett owns a brewery. It's called Ambitious Ales in Long Beach. And it's incredible. Thank you. It's actually the second time I talk about it. Because <laughs> yes. I've talked about it in another episode before. The one with Michelle, I think. Yeah. It's so goddamn good. Thanks. It's so good. I'm on my second glass of mangoes. mangoes, mm-hmm. And it's like I'm drinking mango juice. 
It's, it's really fizzy good. mango juice. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think being with someone who is ambitious, but who is so ambitious truly <laughs> and who has goals and who just wants to thrive makes me a better person. And I think there are times because he still does, he still works at Chain Reaction and does, and is at the brewery, as well as wearing a million other hats, that it's crazy. Um, And I work quite a bit. Um, But I think we have, we've set up our lives to make it work. So I switched my work schedule. So I go in in the afternoon. So we have the mornings together every morning. Like we'll That's watch. nice. That's such a good day to start your day. Yeah, a good day to start, a good way to start your good day. Good day to start your day. <laughs> what a good day <laughs> to start. My every day. day is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> um, like every morning he makes me a smoothie. I take Stella out. We just hang out. We watch the Today Show. He makes fun of Carson Daly. Because he doesn't understand why he's still on TV. Oh my God, that's adorable. You know, we have that. And for months, I was working different hours. And it was terrible because we were living together. I was about to say, that time was like, you were working so early. And then he was building the brewery. And the second I'd get home, he was gone. And then I'd wake up at six and he... You know, he got home at midnight and we didn't see each other. I mean, we were literally ships passing the night, like weeks at a time. Yeah, I remember that. Sleeping together and that was it. And so we got to the point where it was like, what can we do? Because we don't need to live this way. No. And there's no reason for it. And so I switched my work schedule. We figured it out and we figured it out. And it... (laughs) It all comes around. <laughs> Full circle. Um, you cheers two <laughs> years for that. <laughs> and you finally figured it out. I finally figured it out. <laughs> Took a long time to get there. No, but I think that's another thing. If something's not working for you, make it work. Make a change. We still don't see each other very often, <laughs> you know, during the week or during the weekends. But we make the time. And even if it's me getting home at 9.30 and us going out to dinner at 9.30, even when I'm tired, we do that because it's important to us. Exactly. And I think... Quality time doesn't have to be a lot of time. Right. As long as you have a little (laughs) bit of quality time. It's so true. Like on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. That's better than, you know, just not so great time like every goddamn day right. and you're like I'd rather see you once this week right and have the best date night yeah than hanging out like every day and just not being yeah. at our best and it's I remember when I was in an unhappy relationship and I was like I would rather be alone than be with someone who makes me feel alone like you being with someone absolutely being with someone who just genuinely cares about what you have to say is the most rewarding I mean someone who listens to your ideas and I mean I know that's Chris for you and I know that's you for Chris it's it makes such a difference in your quality of life and just having someone that you can go to and I mean I'll go to him with something super petty and he'll be like okay you got that out but let's shut it down and I'm like I need that thank you 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? Just having someone who is there cheering for you, that's that's all, that's all I need. And so, yes, most weekends I spend by myself because he's working all the time. But it's okay because usually Sunday night or at some point we have our, our time. And I'm good with that for now. And I think that's another you, – once you're comfortable with yourself, you're okay with that. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also I think it's a great – it's great that you understand that obviously like he's just opened a business. Yeah. That's, that takes so much time. Yeah. And it's just a focusing on like, it's not always going to be like that. Yeah. Like that's not going to be his schedule forever. Right. He's probably, you know, he's hopefully not going to have to work two, two jobs, jobs. Yeah. soon enough. So right there, that gives you more time. Yeah. And it just to focus on, you know, being super, supportive and understanding of his crazy schedule and making it work knowing that you know hard work pays off yeah and I mean when the brewery opened and leading up to it he was so amazing at I mean daily saying to me like I wouldn't be here without you you know and I'm like you would but (laughs) (laughs) you would you really would but you know what I mean like the support that the acknowledgement, a simple acknowledgement goes so far, so far. And it's, it's, it's so important on both ends, you know, and just being a team that that's how you get through anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And stuff's not always easy. I mean, we've already gone through stuff in two years and, but you, you figure it out together and you make it, make it work and you, I don't know. It's it's not hard work when you have the right person. No, absolutely. It that's just it's easy. It is because it just I mean, I feel like it just it comes naturally. Yeah. You don't even Yeah, you don't question anything. Yeah. You just re not reevaluate but kind of like redirect what yeah. yeah. Like yeah. what you're What's your daily routine? Okay. What's your plan? Yeah. And this like, is, you're this just is our roadblock. Let's figure out how we're going to get around it together. Yeah. And it's such a good feeling. It is such a good feeling. And I'm glad I waited to find him so much more than, you know, being meh with someone else. Absolutely. You know? And that's the thing is that, unfortunately, there's still too many people that settle with the meh. Yeah. Because they're just, they think that they don't deserve better, mm-hmm. which is so sad. Or they're scared. Yep. I know. It's just the leaving, leaving, especially when that's all you know. Yeah. Like people that have been in a relationship for so long that now it's like starting over sounds well, leaving so, is so terrifying. Scary. And then your finances are together and you will find every reason that every it's easier reason. to stay than leave exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's what chris and i talked about it on our mm-hmm. episode that mm-hmm. you know i like if you're not happy it's okay mm-hmm. and act on it yep because it's not gonna i mean i don't want to be you know no but nothing negative gonna but yeah it's not gonna solve itself no. like by itself it's you have to Act on it and just make yourself a priority. Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing is also, 
especially as women, I think if you respect yourself, if you love yourself, if you make yourself a priority, a lot of people see you as like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, not too bold, but like just kind of like too out there, like too mm-hmm. full of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why we live like it's just so it's so complicated being a woman mm-hmm. and it's so catty out there and just always a fight yeah. of like, yes, more and more women support each other, but unfortunately a whole lot step all over each other. And the least you can do is be your own number one fan. Mm-hmm. Just cheer yourself up. Just be proud of your authentic self. Love yourself. Be in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Well, and I think, I don't know how it was for you, but that is when I met Garrett, was when I was like, all right, I'm, I, I don't I'm in a good, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think the day you realize your worth mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm, I'm getting the jackpot or nothing. Yeah. I'm not settling down mm-hmm. for anything less than what I actually deserve. Yeah. And I feel like the day you realize that yeah. you're golden. Yeah. He's your person is going to come right around the corner. He or she. And yeah. Like, man, I'd rather be alone for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Then with the wrong person. Yeah. Because when you find them, it's just so, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just the best. It's the best. It's, it makes every silly, I mean, I was thinking about that the other day when I was driving, just how many times I was just so sad over dudes that didn't even care that I was sad. Or I remember was, being sad over boys. Yeah. Or just it was <laughs> looking at my phone and wondering why I'm not getting a response. Oh and my God. or wondering what I did or why I'm not and it's like no. Yeah. Like questioning what did I do wrong? Right. What did I say? Oh my God, is he is he seeing someone else? Right. Like just doubting everything. everything. Not having that feeling anymore it. is the best. Yeah. And I remember I remember being super, just feeling very lonely right before I met him and being with friends and, you know, they were all, everyone was in a relationship and just being like, oh, I'm so jealous right now. Like, I'm just so jealous. And I'm not even a jealous person, but I just was so jealous because I just wanted that. But not that I wanted, you know, not that I was angry at them for having it, but I just remember being like, oh. You're like, I can't wait. I can't wait to find my person. Because being alone, it is really hard. It is truly hard. But I think once you get through that and you get through it okay and come out and, you know, are confident, that is when you will meet your person and it's the best. That's a great advice. So for anyone out there looking, find yourself first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you might not even... Your person will find you. Yeah. And maybe you don't need a person. And that's even better. Yeah. (laughs) Man, if you don't need a person, you're golden. You are killing it. It's easy peasy. You're self-sufficient. You're like, I'm my own. Yeah. Audrey and I just needed people because we were only children. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
We're very needy. We just need people. <laughs> we needed someone. I mean, yeah. we couldn't go through the rest of our lives just building houses exactly. for our bodies, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we're so great. <laughs> and that is why we're perfect. That is <laughs> <laughs> the moral. Audrey and Brie forever. <laughs> Love it. That's how it is. Well, my love, I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy. I'm happy that you're happy. Thank you. And I'm happy that, you know, after all of those years that you found love and you're so in love. And Garrett is a fantastic man. Oh, Garris. (laughs) Garrick. (laughs) Garrick. Love you, Garrick. (laughs) Thank you. He is a wonderful man. Thanks. It was cool when I brought him to meet you guys and I wasn't nervous. I know. He was nervous. He was so I remember nervous. He was that. so nervous. He was very nervous, and I was like, I like him. He was nervous to meet us, so it, that's a good thing. Nervous to meet mom and dad. Yeah. He passed the test. Good job, Garrick. <laughs> You're screwed. We're never going to call you Garrett ever I'm again. i go home and be like, hi. Yeah. Sorry I broke your name. I changed your name. <laughs> it wasn't very hard, but I couldn't do it right. But, I mean, on a side note, Garrett, also very proud of you for your brewery. Yes. Because it's a very, very large accomplishment. Yes. And you nailed it. Yes, he did. I, I mean, I could, yes. It's, it's wild and it's him and his partners are incredible. They are the best dudes. Um, they are all still best friends, which is wild after doing this and they don't take that says a lot about the kind of people they are they're the best humans in the world um so if you're ever in long beach go check out ambitious sales it's delicious and the mangoes is amazing but also the central perk Mm -hmm. is my personal favorite yes so have one for me (laughs) and yeah enjoy it because it's the best thank you for moving to the west coast and following you everywhere. And yes. And I'm glad that we moved back. So, you know, we only disappeared for 10 months. Thank God. And not forever. That would have been hard. I know. But I'm very, very, very thankful to have you as a friend. And also, you know, for everyone wondering, Bree is also my assistant. <laughs> so anyone who's emailing you, it's her. Hi. She's the little... She's the little angel behind all of my communication. That's me. Saving my life, allowing (laughs) me to sleep an extra hour. I don't sleep, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just ruining her life just so I can sleep. (laughs) That's how good of a friend I am. You really do it. I'm like, I would love to sleep, so could you not (laughs) sleep for me? Thank you. No, she just knows I get great joy out of organization. I know. We're we're doing a good team. No, we totally I love are. it. No, it's there's it's, not I mean, I couldn't think of anyone better than you to to handle I mean, it's a it might seem like a little role, but it's a huge role. Thank you. Like you get to be the first and sometime only person that a client communicate with. Yeah. Until they come into the studio. I know. Which is, you know, it says a lot well, about your personality. And I have so many clients that come in and they're like, oh, Brie is so sweet. Aww, I get that you. all the time. Thanks. So just the fact that you're sweet through emails 
Thanks. Means a lot. I try. <laughs> you're the best. You're Thanks. you're an angel. It sounds like the um, in Greece when the songs start that like when she's doing her hair like when she has the Beautiful pink hair and then, yes when the guy comes out of nowhere I don't oh, remember yeah. he's got that name oh my god yep I love what, it that's what it reminds me I want me that of. to happen everywhere I walk right okay I just want to yeah every time you walk into a door it's just gonna be like and breedies everyone. <laughs> And followed by. That's so sad. That was the wrong Okay, let's do this again. Every time you walk into a doorway, <coughs> breedies everyone. <laughs> See, nailed it. I love it. It's all I want. Nailed it. I'm, all I want in life is just a, that's all you need to follow me. And and just headphones and a microphone. I know. I love it. It's the clearest conversation we've ever had. It, it's truly the clearest conversation yeah. we've ever had. Literally. We're we're doing this from now on. <laughs> I don't care yeah. if no one listens to it. I'm just always <laughs> <laughs> It's just gonna be a weekly chat if we go to with dinner Bri and Audrey. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. At dinner we're just setting up on the table, like putting the food on Yeah. I love it. You are an incredible independent woman. And you're badass. And you work so hard. And you deserve everything in life. And more. And I hope that you just have all the most beautiful things coming your way. Thank you. And I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for spending the evening with me. Of course. I mean, I would have anyway, so this was fun. Yay. Well, thank you so much again. Yes, of course. I love you. I love you. Bye, guys. Bye. That's amazing. I mean, people might not enjoy eating us, <laughs> hearing us eating. Dogs are disturbed. <sighs> hey, it's 11 p.m. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> My communication skills, once I hit like a. And this a is why I'm That's why I proofread everything. It's like. My communication skills and my English skills are just going out the you windows. Just write back to a client. I can't wait yeah. for you to microblade me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's seriously the kind of emails I would send. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> what a time to be alive. Whew. Okay, all the tears. And what's happening? <laughs> You got it. There you go.